All right, welcome to the one year anniversary of the Sammy Hour. I'm 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 so pumped that we made it here, folks. I'm so pumped. It's been it's been a really fun year. It's been a fun adventure doing this. Um, it's been a very unique experience, and it, it's very suiting and and fitting that today's guest is the man who started it all. My dad, right here. You know, we started this a year ago. We I I wanted to get it done earlier, but what I did was I was like, Dad, we got to get this episode out of the way. We got to do this now. So we literally we literally just I grabbed my phone. We started recording. Um, we used two devices. That's why the first audio or the first episode, the audio is so choppy and so echoey because we used two devices and we're like this this length apart, this distance apart. And so we recorded in the room, and you know, it, it was baby steps. You know, from there I just I kept making episodes. I just kept producing episodes and finding new guests and reaching new lengths. And before I knew it, you know, I was I was like I'm a year in right now. So it's it's very exciting. So. Carlos Baldovinos, aka my dad, welcome to the one year anniversary of the Sammy Hour. Also, season four, episode episode five, which is the finale of season four. So it's a very, very unique episode. So hey, uh, thank you for having me, Sam. One year, I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. It, it went by fast. I just remember, I I it, I remember it like yesterday, you know. And I was listening to the episode uh, today on Spotify, the first one, and it was I just the whole context about it was you know COVID had just started we were like two months in and we didn't know what to expect so we just kept talking about you know staying positive having hope and and when I look back on that you know it, there were some tough times it was a tough summer but I'm happy how I handled myself I kept producing episodes I kept trying new things I, met, I was meeting new friends you know it was I was really getting the best out of life um, even though sometimes I was busy and I could feel uncomfortable it was it was worth it in the end and when I look back on this last year I'm I'm happy with how I acted but I'm also happy with you know, the people that really helped me in life, you being one of them with kind of starting out this podcast. So to get it started, we're, we're here in the backyard again. Last episode with Adrian Gonzo, I was in the backyard, but we were on that side. So now we just got the lights situated. We just got these installed, right? So it's looking nice. And we got our drinks. We got our soda right here. Yep. So yeah, and you can, you can open it up. You can do the nice refreshing yep. sound if you got want to. Got a nice San Pellegrino, Clementine, and Spring. Clementine and peach flavored. That's so a that's good. a summer. That's a summer. That's a great right summer there. summer refreshing drink. Mm-hmm. Little uh, sparkly oh, water perfect. and perfect. Man, it's so good, so good. And this is fellowship right here. This is the boys right here, and I got a yeah. blue cream soda that I got from mm-hmm. the soda shop today. So, yeah, we're laid back. We're having some fun. We're getting the best out of it. Okay, time to jump into the questions. Time to get started. And yeah, it's gonna be a great episode. Um, how far do you think we've come in one year, socially, fiscally, and nationally, just, just in this last year from May 7th, 2020 to May 7th, 2021? Right now it's May 6th. I'm recording this the day before, but how far do you think we've come in a year? How many changes do you? Or <clears throat> well, that's a loaded progress. question. It is. It is. It's a good question now, to get started. Are we talking about COVID-related? Are we talking about <clears throat> the racial uh, tensions that occurred right around this time mm-hmm. last year? Are you talking about elections? I mean, what 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 are you uh, what are you referring to? I mean, let's just start with COVID first off, because when I was listening to the the episode today, I was on my way to Five Guys. Um, I just wanted to see what I talked about, on, and and a lot of it was focused on uh, COVID. You know, because it was it was so unknown to us, we didn't we didn't know what to expect, and now we have a vaccine, and numbers are dwindling, and it's good to see that. But yeah, you know, so so speaking of COVID, you know, we've seen a lot, we've experienced a lot. I mean, yeah. from mask mandate, you know every single state to now you have you know you have like state of minnesota starting july 1st they're going to lift the mask mandate you know you've had you know COVID deaths 
mm-hmm. you know, really, I mean, there were several waves that occurred, you know, um, obviously number one in March when it kind of, kind of hit last yeah. March to, uh, <clears throat> late summer to even the ho- right post holiday season mm-hmm. into 2021. So a lot has occurred. I mean, a lot of it as, as the months and the weeks have gone, you know, we've learned a little bit more about the disease, yeah. right? And, um, We've learned at first, you know, you had folks that were older, were immune compromised, were probably going to be more affected by it. You know, uh, then you start getting into uh, different, um, just different demographics. We're getting a lot, you know, COVID a lot more than others. And, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I think overall it was, it was a very, very um, hard, hard year. It was. And um, never in our history have we ever experienced anything like this. I mean, we've learned a lot, I believe, through science and about each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I do believe challenges make you a lot better as a country, you know, as individuals, as a community. Um, it makes you a lot stronger, a lot better when you go through challenges like you did with COVID. Again, we were experiencing something that hadn't happened, occurred in 100 years. So very, very unusual, mm-hmm. um, unusual time in our, in our lives, uh, very historical. Uh, but then you move into, uh, you know, that even right around this time last year, the whole thing with in Minneapolis, which is, as you know, my hometown, buddy. That's right, your hometown. I You're grew right. up there, and Midwest, <clears throat> it was sad to see what happened last year, you know, in, in that part of Minneapolis. Um, I'm very familiar with that part of Minneapolis. I mean, that's where your college was around those. <clears throat> your mom and I went to college right around that area. So I know that area very, very well. Your mom's first job teaching was around that area. That's that, that wow. area that, uh, where would that happen? And, uh, I was just very sad to see it, yeah. see it all occur. I mean, I mean, it was, it was awful, 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 awful from all the, every single angle was awful. What Everything I, what about I, it was horrible. I mean, what a sad part. But what time in history mm-hmm. seeing something like that and and it's you know that's the day and time we live in with technology i mean you you know we saw it live as it was happening you know they were posting it on facebook live or you know somewhere some other social media platform and it was awful seeing this the whole nation saw it and mm-hmm. it was it was disgusting and um and very hurtful too just kind of watching how one human being could do that to another, regardless of the situation. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but that did not need to happen. So, again, we've, we're learning through that. I think there's still a lot of things that need to occur in our community, sure. communities across the country with racial uh, reconciliation and learning about each other. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. All humans created in the image of God. Mm. Uh, color, race, our backgrounds mean nothing in the side of God's eyes. And um, to me, uh, racism, even the, 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 the semblance of anything like that is, uh, to me, there's no, there's no room for that in our country. Certainly there's no room in this world for that. It's, uh, we gotta get beyond. We've, there's a lot of things we have to work through as a, as a nation. It's only gonna take time. Exactly, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and and back to that, in order for us to really make growth and make progress and just that the key word when I think about this is, is to, well, in order to strive and reach for that unity, we need to look at each other, look at each other as, as equal, you know, and be like, okay, 
they're a human being. They they want to be loved. They wanna they want me to acknowledge them. They want me to invest in their life. They want to have a good time. You know, because life it, it's hard as it is. You know, whether you know you're in school or or you're working or you have a family or you're barely making ends meet. Life life it's a journey, and it's a journey where you're, where you grow and you're supposed to realize. You know, I I need other people in my life to help me. And I think during this whole pandemic and just this whole year, um, that was kind of raw from us. You know, being uh, one of the words, an infamous word that none of us are going to forget, uh, quarantined mm. and, and just quarantine itself. Like that was, that was tough. That really, that, that really took a toll on a lot of people. I think almost everyone, because everyone had to go through some state of quarantine where, where they were familiar with the word and they were familiar with it being spread around different media outlets and all that. But it was, it was tough. And that's one of the reasons why I want to start this podcast. Cause I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be in a digital age where I can do something like this. It, release it and then it's on something called spotify and apple podcasts where anyone can listen to it and and that's just been a gift you know using the using different things to your advantage to help other people out you know and not not tear tear people down and and spread hate because i was i've I've talked about this before i think my other one of my other episodes but you know uh social media like it can be a good thing and a bad thing you can spread hate on there you can you can spread you can start commotion on there and chaos and you can cause people to be divided Right. You because know, everyone has different ideologies and opinions, and we need to respect that. Um, but also, you know, with social media and that, you can spread a good message and just kind of, I don't know, strive, people, strive for people to be better. Like, you know, with this podcast, I promote it on social media, like Instagram, and people, they have direct access, direct access to hear the episode. And, you know, I make these episodes not just to goof off. I mean, some episodes are more laid back and fun episodes, but, you know, Episodes like this, it's meant for people to, you know, get that fellowship, get that kind of, I don't know, wisdom or that message that they maybe didn't get because they were too busy. Or maybe, you know, it depends certain parts of the country or just where you're at, whether you're still online school or you're working from home. You know, people can sometimes miss that fellowship part. And that's a key thing that human beings need to strive and, and grow. Um, so I think, you know, lo- looking back, I, I remember talking about it. I was, I, I was listening to the earlier episode and I talked about how none of the restaurants were open and I had to go through the drive-thru. I, was, I went to Wendy's that day. And, you know, it's, it's really good to see progress in this country. Um, people are starting to get healthier, starting to get vaccinated. Um, restaurants are starting to open up again, you know, at, at, at different capacities, of course. Stores are starting to open up, which is nice. And I feel like things are kind of getting back to how they were. And, and I don't want to jinx it, but it, it's true. And I think what we've really done is we said, okay, you know, we, we got we to gotta kind of put our differences and our hate aside, whether political, whether they're social, whether religious, and, and we need to work together to, to, to get through this thing called a pandemic, you know, which happens, according to history, every 100 years. And it's, it's, I think we're, it's, we're getting there, but it's a process, like you said, it takes time. And with yeah. time, I only feel like it's going to get better. And we've got to remember that uh, we're humans. Mm-hmm. We're all humans. And uh, with, you know, <clears throat> different backgrounds, at the end of the day, um, I say this: we we are somebody's father, or somebody's sibling, mm-hmm. somebody's cousin, somebody's uncle, and uh, we got to start treating each other with respect. It's true, with respect. That's that's really comes down to that, mm-hmm. and um, putting away any sort of differences. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've been through a lot. I mean, I was actually talking about that with somebody today. We were you, know, you had the pandemic that hit last March of. 2020 mm-hmm. then you had those the the riots and racial tension that occurred you know 
last late spring, early summer. Yeah, like end of May. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, it really went all through summer. Then you had the election <laughs> in November. That was a weird year. There was I so mean, much going on. <clears throat> so much going on. I mean, bizarre. So much different things. You even had the census, too, which causes right, different... And, and then you had... And then you, and then you start out the year, January 6th, with the insurrection mm. at, the, at the U.S. Capitol. So we really haven't had a break, <laughs> if you look at it. And um, that's why I've looked at, you know, when election happened and just... I stayed away from the, the media mm-hmm. for a while, not turning on the news, not really getting getting into that. I just I needed a break, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's okay to do that, just to stay away from that. And because you know you can hear from different pundits, different angles, mm-hmm. and everybody has their angle and everybody has their opinion, mm-hmm. and they're free to give you that opinion on cable news, twenty four hour news cycle, <laughs> and right. uh, they'll give it to you, and it's kind of up to you to believe it. But I. I think a lot of people really believe what they were hearing mm-hmm. instead of doing their own research and homework on, on the topic. You didn't fact check or think critically. No. You got to do that, whether it's news, whether you know, it's at homework, whether in school, whether it's with a job or relationship. It takes time and thinking, just like you know, this, what's going on with this pandemic. It, you know, some people may not agree that they want to wear a mask, and some people sure. are all pro-mask, and... I think what we have to do is, okay, respect what, where they're coming from and not try to aggravate people, you know, whether it's someone with a mask or something with a belief or something or a certain action or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild journey. But I think when I say this, I, what, I'm, what I'm about to say I mean is it's, it's, we're getting better. We're starting to get to that, to that end of the tunnel right there. We're, we're starting to see the light. And yeah, I, I can see that now. I, oh, there is, there is. I mean, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of progress, mm-hmm. but I do believe there's still more to go. Of course, um, we have a lot to do still, with a lot of different areas. I mean, I think uh, this whole COVID, the the pandemic, and other things that occurred after that, it exposed a lot of flaws in the machinery. Yeah, and um, of course, there's a lot of stuff that we have to do as a country. And we have to get our ducks in a row. We can't you know, we look at a pandemic like this. I mean, our, our level of response has to be a lot better. Yeah. I think we've taken for granted that we, we are a first, a first world country and nothing mm-hmm. could happen. I remember when it kind of hit, I was actually in Minneapolis for some meetings, oh. flying back to Bakersfield, <clears throat> and they were talking about it. I was watching the news on a terminal mm-hmm. at the airport, and uh, they kept talking about... You know, it was in, it was in China, Wuhan. Then it had gotten to some nursing homes in the Seattle, Washington area. And I remember sitting there, well, it's not going to get to Bakersfield. It's not going to get to California. And guess what? Five, six weeks later, we had our first case here in Kern County. Mm-hmm. And uh, so from that point on, it was just uh, the clock started ticking. Yeah. And it was just a matter of time. So... You know, just I think the level of response, we have to do a lot better as a country. And again, the racial stuff, uh, racial con- reconciliation, I mean, we have to do much of that. Yeah. Um, Takes on time and understanding, of course. Absolutely. You know? And um, and then just even with this whole thing with elections, <clears throat> you know, um, we've got to put our sides, our differences. Again, we're all we're human. We may have different uh, ideologies when it comes to politics, but we're still made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have respect for one another, you right. know, regardless of 
whatever side of the aisle you're on and um, learn to work together, mm-hmm. learn to better our communities, our country, and to work as one mm-hmm. instead of divided as we have been. I still think today there's still a lot of division with politics. I still think that, you know, one group didn't win and the other group, you know, lost. I'm sorry, one group won, the other one lost. Mm-hmm. And I still think there's a, still a lot of <laughs> hurt feelings out there. Still people feel burnt. And um, whether they feel, whether right or wrong, it's their feeling, it's their, their conscience, it's what they feel. Yeah. And um, it just, I think there's still a lot to go through that, a lot of healing. Oh, for I, sure. I, I feel for like sure. It, I feel like it's almost like a ticking time bomb at times. And, um, you know, so still a lot of work to be done on that. I think if anything, 2020 taught us, or not just 2020, but this whole year from May 2020 to May 2021, is that, you know, life's full of curveballs and adversities and and really people or problems that, well, problems, but I think that there's also problems that are that we don't think exist that are kind of hidden or we think that have been taken care of but really haven't been taken care of. Right. And then those need uh, those need attention to, to be taken care of and those need resolutions. Like um, I have a teacher in school um, who says complex problems re- require uh, complex solutions. I think that's really what we saw in 2020. It really is, whether it was election, whether it was rioting, whether it was racial tension, whether it was pandemic, the pandemic and and the different rules and regulations that came from that pandemic and different beliefs that originated due to those, you know, different rules where people are like, oh, I don't agree with that or, oh, I totally agree with that, you know, and that I feel like that caused more division and we saw these problems that we thought weren't really evident, but they, you know, they were always, they were kind of hidden and they really came to light with all the different stuff that was going on. And I think when, when I examine that quote, when I, when I think of complex problems re- require complex solutions, it doesn't just take a group of you know, elite people, like five people or 10 people. I think it takes a whole body of people. It takes, it takes, I think it takes a whole nation, a whole country to really get past and, and resolve a complex problem and a complex solution, right? Because like when you think of the pandemic right now, um, it's still going on, but thank God we have this vaccine that rolled out you know, where people are starting to get it. Um, right. that took a lot of people to develop. You know, that's not, that doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight, obviously. Yeah, but you look at the vaccine, I'm sorry, the vaccine, the COVID and, and the whole pandemic situation. I mean, it was, it was politicized, mm-hmm. you know, it was hijacked by whatever camp, whatever side of the aisle you were talking about, it was hijacked and, and it was, it was used for political power and gain. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, what you believe, but it just, it happened. I mean, it was something that an opportunity was taken and it's unfortunate that it did um then you got the vaccines it was politicized as well mm-hmm. um you know whatever <clears throat> whatever you believe whether you, you whether you feel like it's a good thing or a bad thing you know you have people that feel very strongly about their opinion and yeah. why their opinion matters right. and uh unfortunately i think we don't respect people's opinions anymore <laughs> you know we we got to be right we have to you know we almost die on that hill and uh that's not a good thing. That only creates further and further division with people. Intention, of course. Yeah. And you can't have that. You make a really good point. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that more throughout this episode, but I, I kind of want to touch on uh, something else. Uh, as I was thinking about last year and what was going on, you know, you, you run an organization in town. You've been doing that for about uh, 10, 11 years now. Yeah. And I'm, with that, you, you saw all these different things that you had, all this different change that you had to adapt to, whether it was mass, whether it was, you know, not allowing volunteers. Um, how, how far have you guys come in a year and what Man. different projects and different things did you guys pursue and accomplish 
in this year? Because I know you have a couple going on. It was a really unique and busy summer. I worked there over summer, and it was really just a really cool experience. So, yeah, no, a lot yeah. of cool stuff. I mean, we were able to, you know, be part of. Uh, you know, there was a lot of need in our community, you mm-hmm. know, through that whole time. It still is, um, but we got involved in this <clears throat> Farmers to Families Food Box program. Yeah. And we actually did that over 21 weeks and distributed roughly around 60,000 pounds of food, food boxes, wow. over a 21-week period. So that was a really neat opportunity to be part of not just what we typically do with working or housing the homeless or working with the addicted or the women and child that's going through recovery. But we actually got deeper and were able to saturate the community even more through this food box program. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I think about it, it gives me goosebumps because... We were able to help the community as a whole, yeah, you know, and, and families and households. It wasn't just one person; it was it was households, and yeah, that that was that was uh, to me that was it's very near and dear when we were able to do something that big. It was something we've never done before at that at that level mm-hmm. uh, for that long of time, but it was worth it. <clears throat> it was yeah. worth it. It was it was worth it. I would do it all over again if I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still continued with our projects, like you said, um, that were scheduled. We worked through a, an expansion project there for more shelter beds at the mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we started working on our women and children's transitional home up in an area called Oildale. Right. And um, that's going. I mean, nothing has stopped us. I mean, there's been a couple delays, a couple bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It didn't take us away from the vision of what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And we're forging ahead. Thank God. For helping us through all these things i mean we couldn't do this without you know god helping us the lord going before us uh, of course different people in the community just coming together you know that's right people believing what we're doing mm-hmm. um and that's why i love about uh kern county and, and sitting in the city of bakers living in bakersfield as a whole is because when there's a need people really get behind it and they really yeah. help you everybody chips in and that's so unique so unique and and it's a beautiful thing when you see community come together to help one another during during a tough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember just being there during uh, those Wednesdays in summer. Man, it was hot. It was hot because I remember I would I would wear uh, uh, one of those uh, I forget what those hats are called, but it was a, a, one of those hats I would wear. Sombrero. Yeah, I think that's what I would wear. And um, mm-hmm. and I remember I would just I would get in that big. Uh, truck it was ref- it was refrigerated i think yep so it was it was kind of a relief from the heat and i just remember it was it was just it was a very interesting sight to see because you had these people and i'm talking about lines and lines of cars where it was from 9 to 11 i think if you remember that's two hours and that was two hours a non-stop a non-stop line of cars i, I i'm i'm not hundreds of cars yeah i'm not exaggerating it was hundreds <clears throat> of cars around this line driving to the mission and uh, I remember looking at it. I'm like, all these people are here because they're struggling to put food on the table. That's right. No think about it. We're in the, we're we're in America. You think of America, you know, very affluent country. A lot of different stuff. A right. lot of good things happening here. Whether it's um, you know, great food, big cars, nice properties, all that stuff. But and I remember I remember looking at that and I said, this this pandemic's really hurting people out here. And I remember I think. You talked to a lady one day, and you told me um, that she used to work for one of the airlines, and as a stewardess, I believe, and they had flight like, attendant a, or flight attendant, yeah, yeah, and they they had to uh, let her go because of the pandemic. Put on furlough, yeah, yeah, and and I was realizing I'm like, wow, that 
that was a person who had a job, was making money constantly, and now this pandemic's causing that person to struggle and fight for something that we that a lot of us take for granted, food. That's right. And I remember just seeing this, and it, it depended on the families, it depended on, on how much food people needed, you know? Some people got three boxes of food, which would last them, a, one box that lasted you about like a week, so that's three weeks of food right there. Some people required four boxes, some people five, some people one, but during that whole process, I'm like, these are people who are struggling. Yeah. And for me to be a part of, you know, helping these people out, where, you know, for me, I was just like, oh, I get to work, yeah, I get to drink a ton of Mountain Dew and make a paycheck. I, that was a superficial way of looking at it, a superficial lens. And then when I started really looking at that concept and looking at what was really going on around me and the whole surroundings, I said, this is something I'm never gonna forget, you know? I was 17 when that was happening, and you know, when I'm 35 or 40, I'm gonna look back and say, wow, that was a very interesting experience that was going on. You know, to be a part of, to help people, but just so many people that were struggling. I mean, think about those people in those cars. It was two, three people in a car, and they just they just kept going, it didn't stop. Yeah, it represented households. Yeah, it I was. Mean, that's the truth. Yeah, it was one box after another. It was just boxes, boxes. I remember, what was the most we had one day? I know it was, it was a lot. It was like oh, man. the 300s, or was it higher? No, no. People we served, it was you know, four or 500 people a day. I mean, over a two hour period. And the interesting part about all this stuff, as, as you said, the distribution took place from nine to 11. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People were lining up at like four or five o'clock in the morning for this food box. Yeah, that's right. That tells you early. I mean, I'm telling you when, when, when you do something, there's a, there's clearly a desperation because I would not be out there at four or five o'clock in the morning if I didn't have to. Mm. So you clearly saw that there was a huge need. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, and I, I just was like, wow, this is this pandemic is bigger than I thought. Because luckily, you know, I we didn't have to worry about food and stuff like that. But it was good for me to get out there and be like, there's people out here who are struggling. You know, this this pandemic, this is more than just um, mask and, and, and being quarantined. This is affecting people fiscally and financially. And this is, this is, this is probably bigger than I thought it would be and I think looking back on it now I think things are starting to get better you know I remember I made a point in my in the in the episode a year ago the first episode ever I said um and I and I I remember this was I was I think I got my information from one of the out media outlets and I should have double checked it I said that uh they were projecting that the unemployment was going to be like 25 percent like it was during the pandemic or higher than that or the during the pandemic it was going to be 25 percent or higher which would have been higher than the unemployment during the great depression and i was like whoa that's crazy in my lifetime to think about and and luckily i i did some research today and i double checked that it went the highest it got up to was 15 percent in like april 2020 i think it dropped down to like eight percent or six percent or something like that but with that being said is progress was made you know, and I think it, it took people, it, it took a, a whole grouping of people, took a bunch of ideas being brought to the table, you know, and I think that's what we saw during this whole food distribution was food distribution was you saw 40, 50 people out there handing boxes out to these hundreds of people for two right. hours. Right. And that enacted and impacted change. So I, when I look at it, it really takes all of us if we really want to make a change and really want to contribute to the community. That's a point uh, Assemblyman Vince Fong made in one of my earlier episodes. Yeah, you got to be willing to, to be uh, an agent of change. Yeah. You know, and be part of a solution, not be part of a problem. And um, when I look at this, it, it, what a season. What a season it was. And, but you know what? Through it all, I look at it with, uh, I learned a lot yeah. about myself, 
I learned a lot about, um, you know, our community. Mm-hmm. Learned a lot about, you know, um, the the church community as a whole. Yeah. Learned a lot about different people during this time, and it was very good. You know, um, would I want to go through it again? Absolutely not. No. But, one and uh, done. <laughs> one and done. Because they say this is only, it's a pandemic's only happened every 100 years. So, yeah, so you know, I don't think I'll be around in 100 no, years. No, me so. neither. <laughs> um, as we start winding down to our last two questions, um, it's been very, it's been good to cover these topics. It, it, need, it yeah. needs to be done because I remember the first step, what I want to do was, when I first started this, po- this podcast, I wanted it to be fun and cool and just a cool experience for people. Um, but, um but um, what was I saying? We started to um, I lost my train of thought there for a minute. Uh, oh, I started wanting to put serious topics out there because yeah. I really wanted to reach a ton of people and 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 as many people as I possibly could, right? So you know, I think when you really touch on serious topics like this, it really helps people to you know kind of be like, oh, we went through that. That wasn't a normal thing, you know. That it's kind of kind of say to yourself, hey, that that wasn't really easy, but I did it. Um, and so anyway, as we get down to these, these last two questions, um, how can we continue to grow and get better as a country as the pandemic numbers dwindle down? You know, kind of that kind of focusing on that graph of, uh, change. of upward change. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think we got to continue. Yeah. Continue, continue to work at things mm-hmm. like we've been talking about. It's not over. Uh, we still a lot of more work to do. Um, there's still a lot of divide. We got to work through that. Mm-hmm. Let's work with what unites us together, right? Right. And that's that'd be a good starting point. Mm-hmm. And then go from there, right? And uh, we may not agree about everything, but one thing we can agree is we are all, we are all Americans. Yeah. <laughs> we all love our country. I love this country. You know, Sam. Yeah. You know, as you know, <clears throat> I'm a son of immigrants. Yeah. So I have a special fond mem. I have a, a special feeling in my heart for this country. I was born born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, you live in Honduras I, for a bit too. Yeah, I was a little kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very little for a short time. Right. But nevertheless, um, for me, come being a, a son of immigrants and the opportunity this country has. Right, right. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you know, you can make something out of yourself if you, if you put work, hard work into it. And um, which I believe in. Yeah. And, um, you know, th- this country is awesome. Tons of opp- land of opportunity. Take being and take advantage of that. Yeah, and um, this country has done so much for so many people around the world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, forever grateful. I was, but again, this is. I mean, I'm born and raised here. I love it here. Mm. Um, I am proud to be an American. Yeah, I always will be proud to be an American. I have, as you know, I have a flag, you know, in the front of our home that is. I'm very proud to display it. Very patriotic. Yeah. And you have, uh, I am patriotic. You have uh, American flag pillows out here in the backyard, which is a very cool I sight do. to see. And the 4th of July, the little flags will go up around <laughs> around the patio area. And I, I love it. I mean, I, I just love it. So, but let's, you know, coming back, there's still a lot more to do, you know, um, with political differences. Uh, we, there's a lot more and more to do on that. And uh, But just if we remain um, pointed and focused that we are all Americans. And go from there. And we need to find that. What does that really I- identity mean? And <laughs> I'm happy you, we got into this because I a key uh, point I made in in the uh, first episode, I said, uh, you know, our our identity is it's not always you know roses and and and, and 
peaches and, and sunrises and green pastures. You know, the American identity is, is molded from going through tribulations, going through, going through a lot of adversities and, and things that really were hard to go through, you know, but made Americans better at the end of the day, took time, took cooperation, and just took a lot of um, understanding for people. You know, for instance, the Great Depression, World War II, 9-11, this pandemic that's going right on right, on right now, which is, you know, the modern kind of tribulation that we can really examine ourselves and say, hey, let's, we got some work to do. You know, uh, other Americans did in the past, let's do it now. Right. And I think it's important to realize, you know, it's, we're a country, we're, we're a, 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 an amazing country, we're a country who um, has gone through a lot and has made it at the end of the tunnel, at the at the end of the day, which is important to also know, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's an important thing to apply and really realize. Um, anyway, as we enter our last question, kind of a chill question, real laid back question as we've covered some very interesting territories, very needed territories to cover. It's good to look back on this, you know, it's like when you graduate high school or college, you don't just, you know, graduate and you're out of there. You look back at your times, you look, look back at the experiences you made. Right. You know, just like on a on a anniversary for something, whether it's you know, like a movie or a podcast or a relationship, you look back on the things that you went through, and it's important to realize all the all the different circumstances and events that happen. And you know, we're gonna get a lot of different things out there. You know, no one ever thought an insurrection was gonna happen or a crazy election like that was gonna happen, but it did. And you know, that's that's what happens. You know, you don't know what to expect in the future. You gotta nope. adapt and you gotta really evaluate yourself and in, in your attitude and your actions. You do, because yeah. we are all responsible for our actions and it's our true. attitudes. It's true. And the way you look at things, it's the way they're going to be displayed, right. you know, on your actions. So treat each other with respect. <clears throat> Bottom line, treat each other with respect. Love one another. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as I often say this, as Christ loved you, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. So sometimes that can be very hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. hard when, uh, when you're like, yeah. oh, i got to yeah. do that now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway... What's one thing uh, you want you would you want to see or would like to see um, on the Sammy Hour uh, in this next year? You know, whether it's I w- a guess whether it's like a different yeah, recording would, type you know, scenario. I, I would like to talk about uh, the effects on tech. Oh, I like that tech and the next generation. How it's viewed, how it can be used, mm-hmm. whether positive, <clears throat> and we also know it can be used for the negative. Right. But how can a next generation be involved in tech to be positive members of society, mm-hmm. right? To make a difference, not to expose people or, or <laughs> to shame people, but really, how, how can we do that? Expose, you know, how can we, how can the young people be that, use tech to, to be the agents of change? Yeah, it's our generation. It's really They're our trying turn to use that voice and we have so many platforms to do it twitter you instagram do. snapchat facebook but to do it and to use it in a way that's uh that's meaningful yeah not just blabbing junk out there that's <laughs> it's not making any difference just just for talking yeah as i say entertainment that's only going to last for five minutes yeah it's, not it's for just five years know, it's just five it's, days uh, <laughs> and it's just instant gratification right that's that's our society mm-hmm. but how do we use that platform to make a change tech mm-hmm. um another one is um <clears throat> is how can a next generation be influential in politics because mm. we need the next generation to start being part of politics right because they're the next generation mm-hmm. they're the ones that are going to make a change they're the ones that are going to be 
you know, carrying out legislation and the way our country is going to go. I making mean, I, policies. Making policy. I mean, I, I would love to see that out of, out of young folks. How can we, how can we raise them up mm-hmm. to be the vocal voice that's going to um, send out a message of hope and love and compassion and caring for one another um, and no more division? How, how do we get the young folks in that? Right. And once again, I think it's going to take understanding, cooperation. And uh, yeah, it's, that's a complex one. But once again, it can be, it can be done. It can be other, done. It just takes our work. Yeah. Other uh, generations are before us. In terms of, so that was topic-wise, what about different guests you, you would think? Yeah, would be I mean, I, I, I would probably, I would like for you to, I would, I would recommend you bring an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, of course. Somebody that's uh, involved in, in the entrepreneur world, you know, mm-hmm. that's starting a business. Um, you know, business owner, yeah. you know, uh, from different areas, somebody, maybe somebody in the, from the financial world, um, you know, maybe uh, somebody in the education field. Right. You right. know, maybe a, an athlete. Can totally do that, yeah. You know, an athlete, whether a collegiate athlete or even a professional athlete. <laughs> Would love to. Um, you know, uh, an upcoming potential elected official. Oh, of course. You know, that's that's already in office, but it's up and coming. Sorry, folks, we're outside. If you hear the sirens, we're in the backyard. In the backyard, yeah. it's a beautiful evening here in beautiful Bakersfield. It's, not, it's actually a really nice night right now. Really yeah. nice night. We had our first 100-degree day <laughs> yeah. yesterday. It's, it just, it just, it's early and it's May. Only, it's only May. It's a little too soon. But anyways, yeah. going back to your question, I would, you know, up-and-coming elected official. doesn't matter which side of the aisle. Right. I recommend you, Sam, to be broad mm-hmm. in your guests and your, on your guests who you bring on your show. Um, get per- different perspectives that actually will make your show a lot better mm-hmm. um, as you you know as you grow this show the audience now as you're ready to go to college you're going to be meeting different people yeah with different backgrounds and uh, different ways of they look how they look at things so just but remain true remain true to who you are remain true to your foundational principles your convictions right and um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise that you need to sell yourself short for for an appearance on the show mm-hmm. i mean feel what you know you have the opportunity to to guide the message and yeah. so guide the message hmm. we'll do i'll definitely keep all those things into consideration i really want this next year to be a really uh kind of year where i just i get a ton of different and unique guests on whether high schoolers whether it's entrepreneurs whether it's People who come from crazy arenas and backgrounds. Like I had a trampolinist on, and I've had a politician on, and I've had a, an international podcaster on. So it's been fun. I'm gonna reach, and I really want to reach those new. You've had these personalities, right? You've had yeah, I've had news people on, radio personalities. But <clears throat> to this, I I want to say, you know, I a toast to another another great year of the Sam Hour. Many great seasons to come, and thank you, people out there who listen to the show, the audience who makes the show. I'm here to stay, and I'm here to really really enjoy and love what I'm doing. I really love doing this and I'm I'm here to I'm here to make more content and just really grow and it's cool to see you guys be with me and see me grow in the journey. You know, people have said, Wow, you've come such a far away and that's that really brings a smile to my face and I'm I'm here to bring more change and grow as a person, not only as a podcaster, but just as a person too, because that's what matters at the end of the day, is the kind of impact you left on people relationally, socially because um, that's your legacy. That's what people. That's how people are going to remember you. Yeah, you know, and Sam, I'm. I'm <clears throat> I mean, you come a long ways, like you said, in a year. I mean, I've been. I was your first guest. I remember. Yeah. I remember uh, recording this in, in our 
mom and dad's bedroom, you know, and <laughs> yeah, it was so last minute, so last minute, <laughs> we took a bike and, ride. Um, that's right. And thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking of me. And, of course. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to see you doing what you're doing, doing something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. It's a desire, um, you, you know, you know, my desire, your mom's desire to see you flourish. Mm-hmm. You got great potential. Um, stick to your guns, stick to your convictions, you know, more importantly, um, keep God at the center of your life and directing you. Um, of course, of course. You know, you'll have some lessons in life that you're going to have to go through. We all, we all do. That's what makes us mature and smarter and, you know, in my case, grayer. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Um, you have a lot going for yourself. You know, Thank we're you. extremely proud of you. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward. Don't ever look back and go after it. Mm-hmm. Go after it. Stay on point. We'll do. Well, that's uh, definitely made me feel good. Well, def- that's a great way to end the episode too. Folks, thank you for this amazing year. Thank you. You really make this show tuning in, listening. Thank you. Um, here to bring you more content. Here to enjoy me on this ride, enjoy me on this journey. We're going to get a lot of awesome new guests, a lot of different types of people. I'm going to get another couple other politicians on. And uh, we're gonna. That's really gonna be cool to hear from people who make policies and really have a lot of power and just a lot of influence on their hands to to be on a podcast like this. So anyway, folks, uh, salute to this this one year anniversary. Enjoy. God bless. You learn lessons. Break a leg. Not not literally. Have a great summer, right? Have a great summer. Yeah, we're getting into a cool phase. Love y'all. God bless. And uh, stick around. Signing out. Signing out. Take care.